Oh, there I go. <laughs> praise the Lord. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand praise today. Okay, stop, 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 stop. Let's try this one more time. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand praise today. Hallelujah. That's better. Hallelujah. Well, listen, it is good to be here today, and I tell you, I just want to say something to encourage you. You know, right now, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot going on in the world today, and it's, it's easy to be depressed. It's easy to just kind of let your hope go. It's easy to kind of be status quo. But how many people know God did not call you to be status quo? Can we say amen to that? I mean, really think about this. He is not the God of coping. We got the body of Christ now. Just, we just cope. We just, you know, whatever comes our way, we just kind of deal with it. You know, well, you know, what's that song? K, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be. You know, that is not the mentality of the children of the Most High God. Can we say amen to that? Let me tell you something today. You are not beat down broke, busted, and disgusted, just a bunch of average, everyday-go-lucky people. You are children of the Most High God. You've been changed. And let me tell you something. There is power from on high that is in you. Can we say amen to that? Listen, listen. It, it's, I, I refuse. Somebody say, I refuse. I refuse to walk around here with my head down. I refuse to sit up and uh, have my own little pity party. It doesn't matter if things are going my way. It doesn't It just doesn't matter. We need some nevertheless kind of people in the house today. Do you know what I mean by that? Let me show you something in the Bible. In, uh, let's see, where do we want to go here? Uh, let's look at Luke, Luke 22. 42. I think that's where I want to go. Luke 22, verse 42. My iPad is telling me it's time for an update. Not right now. Not right now. Uh, verse 42 in the King James says this, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me, nevertheless. Come on, somebody say nevertheless. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. Listen, we need some nevertheless kind of Christians today. Can we say amen to that? Now, this is Jesus. This is Jesus saying, listen, Father, if there's another way, I would certainly entertain that. If there's another way this can be done, in other words, I'm not too fond of this path that I'm on, but somebody say nevertheless. See, it's time that we grow beyond emotions and what we think and how we feel. Can we say amen to that? Listen, it's, listen, if you want to be used by God, if you want to see the supernatural, if you want to see incredible things happen, if you want to see impossible things happen, then you're going to have to have a nevertheless kind of mindset. You read this story. Now listen, okay, so here's Jesus. He's praying. He says, listen, if there's another way, but you know what? It's all right, God. Not my will 
let your will always be done. We got any people that believe like that today? That no matter what it looks like, God, let your will always be done. See, I'm not the kind of person anymore that just wants my way. Kids do that. Children do that. And then we ought to teach them, listen, man, the, the world doesn't function off of what you think and how you feel and you get in your way. But what happens, why is it that sometimes in the church, Christians get that way? We get that acting like, look, my, my seven-year-old, I love Chris. Chris is special. He's really different. And no, Joel, you cannot have my son. You know, now if I pass, then okay, you know, maybe, you know. Joel loves Chris, you know. And if anybody's ever seen Chris, Chris is, he, he, I mean, he's such a, a, a sweetheart. But Chris won't his way. I mean, he won't his way on everything. This morning on the way to school, he's crying. I said, what are you crying about? I don't like the clothes I have on. What? <laughs> You're seven. Why are you even thinking like that? At seven, I was not thinking about the clothes. I was just happy to have some clothes. You know, I don't want to wear this. Boy, if you don't turn around and shut your... Oh. That's me, man. Listen, I love my children, you know. But I said, boy, be quiet. Be thankful you got clothes, you know. I said, matter of fact, you go ahead and say the morning prayer for everybody. Father God, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> thank you for clothes, you know. <laughs> I mean, but he was just, you know, and, and I said, you know what? But here's the thing. I can understand him at seven. But what about me at 47? You mean to tell me that my relationship with God is so superficial that, that, that when I don't get my way, I'm like Chris. I, I just don't like what's going on. Listen, Jesus said in this world, you're going to have some tribulation. Listen, if you didn't know, let me just, okay, news alert. Things are going to happen that you don't like that you didn't plan on, that you don't agree with. But notice what Jesus said, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer, because I've overcome the world. So here's what I understand today. My encouragement, the source of it, is my identity in Christ. Can we say amen to that? See, when I became a Christian, when you got born again, you tapped into this supernatural ability to just stay encouraged. But see, do we live like that? Let me ask you a question. Can you stay saved? Can you stay saved? Then you can stay encouraged. Look, look what happens. When we have a nevertheless kind of mindset, look what happens in verse 43. After Jesus said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done, and that means always, always your will. God, I always want your way because I trust in your way. He says this, the Bible says this, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. Now let me tell you what happens. When we don't keep a nevertheless kind of mindset, a nevertheless kind of attitude, you just might miss the moment of strengthening that you need. I'm going to say that again. 
See, he said, nevertheless, God, your will be done. He said, you know what? I, 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 I would prefer that things be different. But you know what, God? I trust you. Anybody got some situations right now that you would prefer for them to be different? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a page out of the Bible. We need a nevertheless. So come on, somebody say nevertheless. We need a nevertheless kind of mindset. We need an attitude that says, you know what? No matter what happens to me, I am not allowing situations and circumstances to steal my identity. Can we say amen to that? Now, I'm telling you what the, what the world system, what the devil is trying to do. The Bible says things like this. It's impossible to please God without faith. And those that come to him must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. You know what the devil wants to steal from you? Your diligence. Because he understands if you stay diligent, God is going to reward you. If you stay diligent in your pursuit of him, if you stay diligent, listen, I'm going to remain encouraged. I'm going to protect my joy. I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to put an alarm on it. Some of you need to take your joy and get one of those remote, remotes and just go, Err. Some of you need to really be proactive. Some of us need to really be proactive about protecting our joy. See, we think that, okay, I'm a Christian now, so if bad things happen, it's only, it must be because I've done something wrong. Are you kidding me? The devil would love to steal. Now, brother, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say brother Eric's probably one of the few people on the planet. You just can't steal his joy. I, I have never seen Brother Eric, you know, have a bad day. Do you have bad days? I don't know that you even have bad days. Every time, hey, Pastor Rick, how you doing? You know, and I'm like, you ain't never just tired of life. You know, you ain't never just, you know, I just want to go somewhere. No, you know, praise God, hallelujah. I'm like, my goodness. But see, he's discovered something. And I'm picking with him, but I tell you what I do know about him. He's discovered he needs to protect his joy. He needs to keep his encouragement. And I'm going to tell you something. I know what he does. He doesn't rely on his own strength to do it. He relies on the power of God. Can we say amen to that? See, some of us are trying to protect our encouragement and our joy based on our own strength and our own intellect. Let me tell you something. The devil loves that. He loves that. He will wear you out. He will bring one stressful moment after another. And then this world system that we have, it's going to deal you some stressful stuff anyway. Let me tell you something. We live by faith. And if I can stay saved, I can stay encouraged. Can we say amen to that? So I want to talk to you about that. We need to get the fire back. Can we say amen to that? Listen, sometimes, and listen, I'm guilty of this. We get caught up in just world stuff. 
you know, we fill ourselves with the news, and I don't care which channel you're watching, it doesn't matter. We fill ourselves with that. We fill ourselves with all this worldly stuff. And here's what happens. You ever heard the phrase, you are what you eat? Hmm. I got to ask myself, what am I eating? What am I taking in? You know, what am I filling myself with? Yeah, I want to stay current on events, but, you know, I've, you know, all day is too much. You know, 10 hours is too much. I give me about 30 minutes. Okay, I got the gist of it. Okay, market's down, you know, potential war, current war. Okay, I got the gist of it. But here's what I want to do. I want to spend less time complaining, and I want to spend more time speaking the solution to the problems that I see in the world today. And that solution is in Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. Don't fall for the, 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 the trap. Don't fall for the mistake that we get so caught up in everyday stuff that the only thing that's coming out of our mouth is everyday stuff. And see, and now what, what God has made special, what God has changed, what God has anointed, what God has blessed is now just speaking everyday ordinary stuff. That's not who he made us to be. Can we say amen to that? See, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Let me, let me, let me, let me show you something about you and I. If you have your Bibles, John 14. Let me show you why we can stay encouraged. Somebody say stay encouraged. John 14, uh, let's look at verse 12. Now this is what, no, let's go to verse 11. Uh, let's go to 10. Believeth thou not that I am in the Father, this is Jesus, and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. How many people in here believeth on Jesus Christ? No, come on, really. How many people in here believe on Jesus Christ? Look at what the Bible says about you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do. Did you, did your Bible say that? That the work, what Jesus has done, you talk about a reason to stay encouraged. Jesus is saying, listen, if you believe in me, the works that I have done, you will do them too. But let's keep going. Uh-oh, somebody say, get ready. <laughs> also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever, somebody say whatsoever. Now, what is whatsoever? Anything? You sure? Is there a limit on that? Brother Eric, is there a cap on that? He says this, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. 
If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, do we live like that? Or do we meet up with a situation and we say things like, that's never going to change. That'll never happen. You know what? We've been trying so long. It hasn't happened yet. So you know what? We might as well give up. That doesn't, wait a minute, let me read this again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. Let me tell you something. This right here shows us that you need to stay encouraged. You need to stay encouraged. Let me, just, let me just hip you to something. Let me just make you aware of something. You're going to have situations bigger than you. You're going to have situations that you just don't understand. You're going to have stuff that happens that you're going to go, I, 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 this was the furthest thing from my mind. I never guessed this would have happened. But the Bible says, be of good cheer. In other words, don't you lose your hope. Don't you lose your hope. Look at your neighbor and ask them, have you lost your hope? Come on, listen. You don't lose your hope. Okay. Let me tell you what happens. There is work to be done. Kingdom work. Somebody say kingdom. So you are kingdom citizens. Okay? So there's a work that has to be done. Now, this work that has to be done, it can't be done if you stay and remain down, defeated, depressed, dysfunctional and those all start with D's let's keep going downcast disheartened distraught dismayed distracted listen the work of the kingdom and you doing greater works cannot be done if you stay stuck in those areas and if you do, here's what will happen. If you stay there, you'll eventually end up disobedient. Because when you look up encouragement, there's a lot of definitions, but one, one definition is to remain or to stay consistent in a thing. Well, guess what? If the devil can stop you from being encouraged, Guess what you just might not remain consistent in? Your identity in Christ. So listen, things are going to happen. Things are going to happen that's not fair. They're going to happen. There's going to be times where mistreatment's going to come. And you didn't do anything to deserve it. It's going to happen. 
but that's an opportunity for you to understand who you are in Jesus Christ. I don't think it felt particularly good for Jesus when they were going, Hosanna, Hosanna. And then shortly after that, they were screaming, Barabbas, Barabbas. I don't think that felt particularly good to him. The, 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 the punishment he endured, he had not done anything. But notice what he did in that. He took your sin and gave you his righteousness. And let me tell you something today. If you can't think of anything to be encouraged about, you need to be encouraged about that. Can we say amen to that? Because guess what? Maybe you don't get everything you want here on this planet. Maybe you don't. I got some cars that I'm holding out for. I'm going, Jesus, I just believe I'm going to get these cars. And they're super expensive. And Jesus is probably, boy, you can't even afford the insurance on that. <laughs> but I'm holding out for them. But you know what? If I never get them, it doesn't matter. Because what's far more valuable than that is my eternity in heaven. We got to stay encouraged. Let me show you something. Psalms 100. Psalms 100. Gosh, we can start at verse 1. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. In other words, shout joyfully to the Lord. You can't do that depressed. You can't do that when something comes and steals your joy and your encouragement. And see, we consider that, well, that's just normal. What about you is normal in the earth's definition of normal? Come on, you are a new creature. Can we say amen to that? Anybody in here new? Yeah. In the offering message, they were talking about manuals. See, I'm a new creature today, but I won't function in all my capabilities unless I read the manual. And that's called the Word of God. He says this, the Bible says this, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. That means that, that, that in my gladness and delight, because I'm a child of God, I can give him my best. I can stay consistent. Now listen, it's a fight sometimes. Sometimes you're not going to feel like singing and praising the Lord. Listen, I, I, my wife and I, we don't get out much, but I, I decided, I said, man, we're going to do something, and we're going to do something just for us. So we left the kids and went a couple states away, you know, 
And, we, and, and, and so we pray, Lord, bless us. Let us have a good time. No incidents, you know. Let everything just be great, God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. And we started out, you know, this six-hour job. We smiling. I got my arm around my baby. And then I'm driving my other baby, you know. And we just headed down the highway. We're having a good conversation. And when we get to about five minutes of where we're supposed to be, all of a sudden, clack, 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 clack. And, and I was like, not, not my baby, you know, not, not you, baby, the, the, the other baby, you know, not my baby. And she said, Rick, it sounds like the engine had just fallen out the car and we're dragging it. I was like, nah, it can't be that, you know, because we prayed and da 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 da. And she said, Rick, you need to pull over. So we pull over and it's just, you know, and, and it was funny because when we got to where we were going, uh, uh, there was this mechanic shop. It said, Rick's Service Center. I said, huh, you know, maybe I got some favor here, you know. Let's, let's just see what happens. So I pull in, I said, hey, I'm Rick, you know. And they're looking at me like, nah, you, you, not the Rick on the sign, you know, you know. I said, hey, can you just take a look and, and you know, kind of tell me what's going on? So we popped the hood and he goes, well, he said, yeah, your clutch, you know, uh, in your, uh, uh, yeah. nah, AC. Yeah, it's going out. I said, okay, the compressor, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm not a mechanic, man, so you gotta, you know, help a brother out a little bit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I said, I said, is this serious? He said, well, you know, da 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 da, and this, this, this. And he's telling me stuff, and, and, and my, my, my joy and my encouragement, it, 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 it's now, it's getting shaky. You know, we haven't even checked in yet, you know, and I'm like, baby, you know, and not you, baby, but my, my, my baby, you know, and, and, and he's like, you know, you, you, you might be okay, he said, but, you know, you, you, you might want to get it checked out, and I'm like, okay, okay, so my wife is looking at me, and I know, man, if I let this overtake me, how is it going to affect her? We never get away, you know, we Sometimes we don't have the money. Sometimes we have the money, but then we decide to do other things with it. So I'm like, the one time we, we do it, and I'm sitting there, and I had a choice. I had a choice. And I wanted to kick tires and punch stuff, but I, I just, I said, I asked the guy, the place we're staying at, it's just five minutes away. He said, oh, yeah, you could make it there. I said, well, you guys are closed? He said, yeah, we're closed. I said, well, okay, I'll think about it. So I get in the car, and my wife's like, well, what are, what are we going to do? I said, ah, you know, we're going to go get checked in, and uh, we're going to go get something to eat. She said, what about the car? I said, ah. So we go, we get checked in, and so I call a rental car place. Well, I call several. In this town, only one rental car facility had rental cars. And they knew it. So how many people know supply and demand? <laughs> so I say, what kind of cars do you have? This car was this big. It looked like you could do one of these and then just let it go. I said, man, I'm short and I'm cramped in this car, man, you know. I said, you ain't got anything bigger than this? No. I said, okay, well, how much is this? $50 a day, 60 he said, uh, 120. 
I said, man, I can't even put my luggage in here, man. I said, I can't even sit in this car with my wallet. 120. But I look at my wife, and she's watching me, and I say, no problem. You know, here's the card. Pow, there you go. I say, how about I rent it, uh, you know, for four or five days, but if I get my car taken care of, you know, and I bring it back, you know, will you, you know, take off the difference? He said, no. What kind of racket y'all running here, man? <laughs> I mean, you just got a monopoly on this town, huh, you know? But I'm looking at my wife, and I said, no problem, man, go ahead. So she, I come out, she goes, so, so, you know, what did you do? I said, ah, just, we just rented the car for the, you know, the whole time we're here. She said, are you sure? I said, ah, don't worry about it, you know. So we go out to eat that night. She said, well, what do we, I said, whatever you want, you know. She ordered brisket. I've had brisket, but I've never had $100 brisket. Maybe it was the scenery, because we were up on a mountain. So I said, okay, is it $80 for the mountain scenery and $20 for the brisket? But she enjoyed it. I looked at that last said, how many pieces of brisket we get? She said, four slices. I said, four? Said, Can you hook a brother up? You know? So they gave us 10. I said, my cat, you know, yeah, amen. But I'm looking at my wife, and she's enjoying herself. Because I'm choosing to keep my joy despite what's happening. And as if that wasn't great enough, I mean, that was like missing accomplished right there. But we're talking to the waitress, and then the, and then the Lord just gives me a word, a word of knowledge. And I begin to speak to her. And she starts crying, and we end up praying for her. So over the next couple days, everything we do God brings someone for us to minister to. We're actually on the side of a mountain, walking up a mountain. Air's getting thin. My chest is starting to hurt. I'm like, baby, you, you want to turn around? No, let's keep going. Okay, we'll keep, go <coughs> we'll keep going. We run into these ladies, and my wife has on a shirt that says, Just God. And the lady goes, Oh, I love that shirt. We start talking. Next thing you know, we're praying. Next thing you know, we're laying hands on them. Next thing you know, we're prophesying over them. Next thing you know, these women are crying, and they're going, oh, my goodness, this, this was God. This is exactly what we needed. But see, that wouldn't have happened if I would have allowed my joy, my encouragement, to be stolen from me. How do I know that? Look at what it says here in Psalms 100. Look at verse 3. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that have made us and not we ourselves. So I don't try to figure it out. He made me. I let him figure it out. I don't depend on my intellect. I depend on him. He says, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Here we go. Verse 4. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. See, if my encouragement and my joy would have left, I would not have had any thanksgiving nor any praise. 
So that entering in to that close place with him, I wouldn't have been there. And guess what probably would have happened? I wouldn't have heard that word from the Lord. Wouldn't have heard it. I'd have been too busy mad and complaining about my car. About we haven't even gotten here yet. And now I got to spend $500 for a car that a short guy like me can barely fit in. That's what I would have done. So we pray for those ladies. We come down out of the mountain, and then we, we, we uh, uh, go to, uh, <clears throat> we go back to the hotel. And I see the lady at the front desk, and God gives me a word. And I walk up to her, I say, excuse me. She said, yes. I said, can I say something to you? She said, sure, what do you want to say to me? I want to say to you that you don't praise God enough. Yeah. Imagine how she looked at me like, who is this short guy talking to me like this? You don't know me like that. I said, you don't praise God enough. I said, you've been allowing situations and circumstances to steal your joy. I said, every time something comes up, you just fall into this funk, into this depression. And she looks at me. I mean, she looks, this black lady. She's looking at me. And all of a sudden, those eyes get glossy. I said, oh, I'm in the right address now. I'm on the right street now. She goes, you're right. Man of God, you're right. I said, really? I said, here's what we're going to do. I said, we're going to pray. I said, and I'm telling you now, as we pray, God's going to move. She said, okay, okay, man of God, okay. I said, where are you from? I said, I hear your accent. She said, I'm from Jamaica. I said, Jamaica? I said, and you not praising? I said, girl, it's naturally in you to get your dance on anytime you want. That's what she said. She said, yes. <laughs> I said, come on, let's start praising. Okay, man of God. I took her hands. I said, God, we just break this spirit of heaviness and depression. And I said, what's going on in your personal life? And then we began to talk. I said, yeah, God's getting ready to clean that stuff up too. And I just began to pray for her. I said, oh, and by the way, I said, you want to make sure you enter into heaven, right? She said, yes. I said, then you need to give your life to Jesus Christ. Do you understand what that means? She said, yes. I said, well, just in case you don't, I'm going to explain it to you. So I took two minutes and explained it to her. I gave her a real simple definition. She said, I got that. I said, okay, now pray this prayer with me. And she got saved or rededicated or whatever, born again right there in that hotel lobby. Amen. And then as I was leaving out, I said, I probably never will see you again on earth, but I will see you in heaven. And she just lit up. Now I'm telling you, if my encouragement was stolen. If I didn't fight for it, if I didn't fight for my joy, if I didn't fight for my praise, if I didn't fight and take my stand, God, I trust you no matter what happens. Oh, and by this time, I've taken my car to this other shop. I got a second opinion, and they called me. And they said, oh, yeah, we can fix this. I said, oh, great. How much is it going to cost? Oh, it'll be $1,500. See, Okay, but I've got this house I'm working on <laughs> that I'm trying to sell. I'm, I'm, I'm remodeling this house, and we've already spent thousands of dollars on this house. So, you know, that's a little tight right now, you know. Can I get an out-of-town discount, you know? They're like, man, listen, if you want this car fixed, you know, it's 1500 
I said, Lord, it's in your hands. My wife said, what, what, so what happened? I said, oh, don't worry about it. Come on, let's go get something to eat, you know. So then we went and got some ribs, you know, and I don't, I don't know how much that cost, you know. I, feel, I felt like we paid for the whole, you know, the whole cow, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, but I said, don't worry about it. And then the guy gives me a word of knowledge. He says, call your, call your mechanic. So I call my mechanic. I say, Johnny, man, I'm in Tennessee, man, and, and, and you know, this and this happened. He said, oh, yeah. He said, uh, look under the hood or call them and ask them, does it have two belts or do you have one belt? So I called. The guy said, you got two belts. I said, Johnny, he said, I got two belts. He said, man, cut that other belt off. I said, do what? <laughs> I'm not a mechanic. He said, Rick, don't worry about it. He said, it has its own separate belt. Just cut it. Then your compressor won't, you know, it, it'll be fine. I said, will I be able to make it back to Ohio? I said, brother, I can't break down on the highway, you know. I just got this thing about that, you know. He said, man, you will be fine. So I called the people back. I said, uh, you said it had two belts? I said, yeah. I said, can you cut one of them belts off and I make it back to Ohio? And it was like, he was like, how did he figure that out? <laughs> I know he don't know nothing about cars. I can tell him when he dropped the car off. He didn't know nothing, you know. Um, what, uh, what the, yeah, 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 you could do that. Do that. I said, how much is that? A hundred dollars. I said, a hundred, okay, fine. Just, just go ahead, cut the belt off. I go get my car, and so my wife, I explained it to her. She said, but Rick, it's 94 degrees. It's Africa hot out here today. I said, you know what? We're going to keep the rental car because they ain't going to give us our money back anyway. So we just keep the rental car, the little, the little you know, and, and, and we'll be fine. So we did that. And the day we took the rental car back, guess what the temperature did? It was 94 the day before, and then that day it was 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say, oh, that was going to happen anyway. You can't steal my joy. You ain't stealing my praise. Because, see, I believe in him. Can we say amen to that? See, I trust him. See, see, I know that part of my identity makes me a praiser. It makes me somebody that stay encouraged. If I can stay saved, I can stay encouraged. Can we say amen to that? So we get ready to leave. We get ready to leave, and uh, we went, okay, now I got to tell you, I thought it was one of those, uh, you know, where they want you to sit in for 90 minutes. Yeah, I thought it was one of those, you know. They, I called, and they said, yeah, we got a two-day special. You sit in this meeting for 90 days. I said, I don't want two days. I want four. And they said, okay, all right, four days. I could say no for 90 minutes, all right. So we get there, and it wasn't a timeshare. It was like this travel thing. But I'm still got no in my mind, you know. I'm, I'm not buying nothing, you know. So we go over the plan, and actually wasn't bad. And then God gives me a word for the lady that's presenting to us. So I started talking to this lady about her children. And this lady starts crying. And as we're talking, she pulls out her phone. She says, 
my daughter, I think she said she had just texted her. She said, let me show you what my daughter just texted me. And there was a picture of a duck that was fat and sloppy dressed. And her daughter said, this is how I see myself. So I told that lady, I said, you know what? We've been praying for people the whole week we've been here. I said, and God has been moving. I said, so, and, I, and I'm telling her, my wife and I, we're telling her what God has done, you know. And we told her, I said, since God moved on all those other folks, do you think that now that we're here, he's going to stop moving? She said, no, sir. I said, how about we pray for your daughter? So we began to pray for her daughter. And I know God broke some things off of her son and daughter. Can we say amen to that? So then we pray and she's all teary and emotional. And so we go back to business and they start cutting prices. Now I'm sure part of that was kind of what they do anyway, give you this big number, then give you the smaller number and you feel like you got a deal, but the smaller number was the real deal anyway, you know. But then they start cutting the smaller numbers. And then they start cutting, and they start cutting. And then the lady says, well, if you want, you can make payments. I said, here we go. How much is the payment? She said, she looked at me, $52 a month, $52, we can afford that. <laughs> we, and we get what now? And so she's going, I said, I looked at my wife, I'm like, if I didn't know Jesus, I would think this is too good to be true. But I know Jesus. And I'm telling you today that your encouragement, your joy that you have in the Lord, don't you let it go. Don't you let somebody take it. Because see, not only will it bless you, but it's going to be a blessing. God will use it to be a blessing of those around and you just never know who you're around and what they're going through I had no idea that this lady's daughter has such a heavy spirit of depression that it's affected the whole family I didn't know that that lady at the counter in the hotel I didn't know until the Lord told me that her life was miserable I didn't know that those two ladies walking on the side of the mountain needed a miracle, a healing to take place. I did not know that. I didn't know the lady at the camera shop. She had her little business. You go, you know how you dress up in Western or whatever? We did that. Woo, that's expensive. But, you know, we, we did that. And we took all the photos too, boy. You know, and the lady was living in a hotel. She said, my husband and I have not been able to find a home. But when we prayed, her countenance changed. She said, I believe God's going to bless us. See, I understand today that my purpose is to do all for the glory of God. And that that's, that's not on big stuff. That's on everyday, just everyday stuff. See, I don't have to wait to, oh, 
uh, uh, John is sick. Come on, let's all get together and pray for John. Yeah, we do that. But I don't have to tap into this, my identity, just on big stuff. God is concerned about everything that I go through. And here's the thing. He kept his word. I pray, God, protect us there, bring us back. But for a moment, I wondered, when that car, clank, 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 clank. I had a choice. Now I'm here to tell you, you got choices every day. You're either going to believe God or you're not. Now listen, we walk by faith and not by sight. In that moment, that was real for me. Those people didn't know. Those situations and circumstances don't, didn't care that we had to dip into our savings to get this house fixed because it was more stuff going on with this house than we realized. I didn't realize my renters was tearing my house up like that. Went in for, to just put a, a new roof on the garage, had to redo the whole garage. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. But let me tell you something. God is faithful. And my faith in him allowed me to see impossible things. My faith in him and my willingness to defend my encouragement and my joy it allowed me to see miracles take place in other people's lives. One lady was on her way to hell, and now she's on her way to heaven. You talking about a miracle. You talking about a work of the Lord. So church, I just want to tell you, stay encouraged. Yeah, I get it. There's stuff that's going to happen. There's mishaps. There's mistakes. There's attacks from the devil. There's this world system. But greater is he that is within me than he that's in the world. So I understand today, no matter what comes my way, I got a choice. It doesn't matter how bad it looks. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how bad it sounds. Clank, 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 clank. It doesn't matter. My life belongs to one who has never failed. Amen. Yeah. So I'm just choosing to live that way, no matter what happens. You know, we got this thing, my friends and I say, we stand ten toes down for Jesus, no matter what happens. Yeah. We just, we just, we just don't move. So I want to encourage you today. Don't move. Stay connected. Stay committed. Defend and protect your joy and your encouragement. Let me pray over you. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for today. I thank you that there's a stirring up on the inside of us. I thank you, Father, that you know what? We're taking a good look at life and how we respond to life. And I thank you, Father, from this moment forward, we want to be people that respond by faith. We want to be people that respond by praise. We are going to praise our way through no matter what comes our way. We will never stop giving thanks because you are worthy of thanksgiving at all times. There's never a moment, God, when you're not worthy to be praised. You're not worthy to be thanked. Yes, Father, things happen to us, 
but you're greater than those things. And you are with us. And I thank you, God. That is just seared on our minds, on our hearts. And so now we display it in action. We live above because that's what you've made us to be. Now, God, I just speak blessings on these people. I just rebuke depression, heaviness, negativity. I just curse it right now. Fear, I bind you up, and I command you to go in the name of Jesus. And I loose power, love, and a sound mind. I thank you, God, that we are victorious in Jesus Christ, and we know it. God, we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise today. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, listen, we look forward to seeing you Sunday morning, bright and early. God bless you, and we love you. Take care.